0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and episode 283 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast later on. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others, but it does remind me, of course, to shout out Toph Morris, who is a $5 backer over on Anchor.fm. Tonight is an open forum, so we'll have our normal movie box office talk, of course, but, of course, this is open forum, so there are a plethora of various topics that you can bring up tonight. Some of the things that I can talk about, some of the things that I can't talk about, of course, and I will let you know when we get to those things, but I do want to start off because we have lost one of the great comedy legends, and that is, of course, norm mcdonald i'm sure that many of you have already heard the news at this point i've already seen a lot of comments in the stream about it so absolutely r.i.p to norm mcdonald i actually was able right before the stream to get a couple of clips lined up so we will uh, be able to watch a little bit of of norm mcdonald because whenever especially a, a comedian passes away i really feel that it's something that they just based on the very nature of a lot of comedians i feel like they wouldn't want us to be sad. They wouldn't want us to be upset over over their loss. And I think that especially when you have someone like Norm Macdonald, there's just countless hours upon hours of comedy that we have access to. So I would say the best thing to do is to watch and to enjoy and, and to laugh because that's what I think that norm Macdonald, and again any other real comedian i feel that who passed away would want us to do is just to enjoy and to appreciate the life that they had and as you all know i'm uh very passionate about my own faith and so you know i pray for the repose of his soul and i know that this is as uh believe it was catherine of saint catherine of siena who said that this world is nothing but the ship it is not the destination so whenever I think about and, and handle situations of death, I typically have that mindset. And this is but the ship, and there is a destination that we have in mind. So pray for Norm Macdonald, hope that he rests in peace, and obviously uh, pray for his soul as well. But what we can do right now is continue to enjoy the amazing comedy, to enjoy the, uh, the amazing legacy that he has left behind, and continue to laugh our tails off At just the amazing comedian that he was. I'm definitely not the number one uh, Norm MacDonald fan, meaning like, I I don't have all of his jokes memorized, or I've never seen all of his comedy specials or anything like that, but I've seen enough of him to know that he's the type of comedian that I like, because he's not afraid to go after the taboo subjects. He wasn't afraid to call people out. I, I mean, he was one of the few voices in the national world Back during the O.J. case that was just calling O.J. out all the time. You know, he's one of the few voices actually making jokes about that. One of the few voices making jokes during Democratic administrations. I really just feel that it's an art that has been so lost on this modern generation of really just crap comedy that we have in today's world. So we're going to pay some love and respect to him of course and try and watch a couple videos. I'm sure I'll get demonetized for for having the videos shown, but uh, a couple that I found that I thought were 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 pretty funny. But anyway, let's go ahead and say hello to some people. We got Bryant Barth in the chat saying, "Hail, hail to you good sir and obviously RIP to Norm McDonald, we got one rough girl who is back once again. Welcome back. Welcome back, Rough. And she sent a super sticker with the pair character stretching uh Stretching arm towards raising his thumb. I always love how it describes the stickers here on (laughs) the restream chat. So thank you very much uh, for being here. We got Poopus, Cuber. How humans and other quitters? What's going on, Poopus? Thank you very much for being here. Tina B in the chat tonight, Empress of the Universe. And as she says, if you have a comment or question on whatever platform you are watching on, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, at Odin. It lets me know that you're trying to get my attention, and then I will be able to... Uh, read your comments or question, Because at Odin at the very beginning, no matter what platform you're watching on, because we are live on Periscope, on DLive, on YouTube, and also on Odyssey. We are now officially up on Odyssey now as well. Andrew Hoyle, what is going on, good sir, says, there's only one choice, Tina. Captain Longbeard, well, thank you, Andrew Hoyle. Yeah, there's a lot of people streaming tonight. The Real BBC going into, what, hour five? Always forever streams, it feels like, <laughs> whenever... <laughs> Whenever they're involved. Oh, but much much love to the Real BBC. uh, To Az and to to, to Gary. And I believe they have the long man himself, Mahler, on the show today. So, shout out to them. Uh, But, man, they stream forever. It's crazy. But, hey. That's why I I think that there are some people in my audience who appreciate me. Because I am consistent. I'm, hey, we're starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays and Saturdays. We're going to go for about an hour and a half. And if we're ever going over that time... You'll usually be let known, and normally it's not a marathon. Just enough, hopefully, to entertain, to distract away, and maybe even to inform, depending on the topic. Kyra uh, Tharp, what's going on? Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Joey Horn in the chat. What's going on, Joey? Thank you for being here. Hologram Nunchuck in the chat. What's going on? Rhaegar Targaryen, what's going on, good sir? We got K Man. What is going on, K Man? How's it going? How is it going? JKD Buck says, uh, please pray Thursday my dentist died of COVID, Friday my neighbor across the street died of COVID, both were awesome and godly men, absolutely, we'll pray for them for the repose of their souls as well, Um, yeah, obviously, these are things that, you know, are sad, you know, when they happen, especially when they're people that we know, uh, people that we have connections with, but as I said, I've always just been of the mindset, again, going back to that quote from St. Catherine of Siena, that, we are sojourners, right? We're 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 journeying along together on this boat that we call planet Earth, but it is not our end goal. So, but absolutely, we'll we'll pray for them and for the repose of their souls. Andrew Hayes, what's going on? Welcome to the chat. Glad to have you here. Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, what is going on, good sir? How's it going? Welcome back. We got Alex McCarthy in the chat. What's going on, Alex? Says, howdy Odin, how's it going, how's Thor? Open forum, AW Dark is about to come on an NXT 2.0. Lame starts tonight. Is there really an NXT 2.0? I haven't really been following the WWE, so I don't even know what, what that means. Is that, like, just, is are they rebranding or, or re, like, uh, I guess, releasing or re... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word for it. But anyway, are they just, you know, re-releasing it in a different way, in a different format? Like, are they restructuring it, I guess, is a better way for it? Because that is pretty lame if they are doing that. Uh, but yeah, AW Dark. I don't watch enough AW Dark, but there's usually some pretty good uh, matches that appear even on that show. Uh, Skippy Fab, that is a new name. Welcome to the channel, good sir. And I saw that he said it was his first Odin stream. Well, welcome. If you are coming over from Friday Night Tights, you will hear me talk more than you ever heard before. Because this is the one man low council. This this is a one man show. I, I get to I get to speak without having to worry about being polite to others. Uh, as far as <laughs> allowing them to speak and trying not to uh, <laughs> trying not to cut anyone off in the process. It's one of the benefits, I would say. Gary says watch, uh watch the Last Man. Not a great TV show. Three episodes in. Why the Last Man? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member? What's going on? Good, sir. Thanks for being here. Let's see. We got Andrew Hoyle, who says, I came here for two things. Lap Sham She Trolls and Chew Bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. It's interesting how they typically don't show up in the actual chat for the shows, for the live shows. It's it's just in the comment section. But I've been able to, I think, take care of most of them. Because as I said, if you're going to be constructive, if you're excited, anything like that, No problem. Comment sections are meant for that kind of thing. Uh, but the people who are just being, you know, asses about it, I'm like, no. That has no place. That has no place on my channel. Rosie G12, what's going on? Welcome back. Thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate it. Bruce in the chat. Hail to you, Evan S, what is going on? Absolutely, absolutely, man, says, uh, let's take a moment to remember Norm MacDonald, passed away, talent comedian, Dirty Works is underrated, and defender of Christianity in Hollywood. Yeah, as I said, I'm not the biggest expert on him, but I do know that he is one of those voices, he is one of those, uh, one of the rare comedians that was not afraid to joke about certain people, joke about certain things. And I, I think that's worthy of, of commendation. You know, it's we don't have enough of that. We don't really have comedians anymore. We, we have, you know, social commentators who don't even make jokes anymore. I mean, look at all the late night shows. How much of these late night shows have actual jokes in them and are not just people pretending to be comedians who maybe used to be even comedians who used to be, you know, have, have more of a soul when it comes to the realm of comedy who have now sold that soul in order for them to be a mouthpiece for politicians and for the federal government. You know, it's just, it's really sad. And Norm was still one of those last voices that we really had, calling that stuff out. Griffin Turbo, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. Matthew Hyland, what's going on? Good sir. Says, sorry about missed streams. I've been very busy, but good to be back. Hey, busy is good though. Work is a good thing. It is good to be working. Working is is what it makes. It's part of being human. It is part of being human. So never have to apologize for that, good sir. Orange arrow views. What's going on? How are you, bearded baldy? You? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Beard's getting a little bit out of uh, out of sorts, and I think I had mentioned that uh, starting. I think la- it was last week. We unfortunately had once again to be mandated to wear uh, masks, at least for what we're told is a temporary time. And if you have to wear a mask when you have a beard like mine, woof, it gets pretty messy very, very quickly. So I'm I was long overdue for a beard trim before, and now I, I'm more overdue for a beard trim. So. We'll, we'll see what happens, though. It's a really a, a matter of time that I don't really have much of these days. Carrie Banjo Sandwich. Watch Nick Cage's film about Samurai Village in Japan. Very fun and bonkers. Prisoners of Ghostland. Interesting. Yeah, never heard of that one before. But Nick Cage in a Samurai film sounds pretty great. Nathan Slay, what's going on? Good sir. Thank you for being here. Uh, let's see. Kaylee D., what's going on? Kaylee? Welcome back. Uh, absolutely Hamilton Burger. R.I.P. R.I.P. Zach Gregg, what's going on? Says, <laughs> just reinforce, okay? Yeah, that was an interesting uh, show, to say the very least. It was fun, though. Very, very fun. Let's see. Jorge Barracuda, thank you very much for that $5. super chat. And says, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald, the goat. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. As I said, one of the very few comedic voices left who was actually not afraid to be a comic, who was actually not afraid to... ...joke about things in our ever-increasing PC world. He was one of those few left that was willing to not be PC. It was awesome. Let's see. Snortapoopis says, Is plethora larger than a myriad? Hmm. I don't know exactly whether a plethora is more than a myriad. I actually don't. Because I don't know what the typical number associated with plethora would be or myriad would be. I would assume that they are of equal value... If I had to guess, I'm no wordsmith. However, if I had to make an educated guess, as a somewhat educated man, I would say <laughs> that they probably have similar value. If I had to guess, uh, Andrew, well, uh, sorry, Andrew Hayes, trying to say hadn't heard about Norm passing away. Sad news. I'm sure Joe Rogan will put together a good roundtable episode. That should be fun. Absolutely. And also, I cannot wait. The the one thing that I will say will probably happen uh, is that we will get a. A myriad, going back to uh, the previous comment, we will get a myriad of new videos, new compilations, new things that maybe hadn't ever really been, um, had never really been seen or consumed before. And as I said, his his memory is going to live on through his comedy. So that's why for me it's like let's just enjoy the pure joy he brought to so many people, including ourselves. I know I saw, uh, you know, Father, I don't know if Father is in the chat right now, but I know that, you know, he was uh, very much fond of of Norm Macdonald, the comedy and everything. So all we can say, right, is that, hey, we we have this comedy left, right? He, he left his mark. And we shouldn't let ourselves, I think, fall into despair or sadness because, again, part of being in this life is to have hope is to have joy, and he brought joy to so many people. Uh, Orange Chat says, "Unfortunately, I was not aware of Norm. R.I.P. to him, and condolences to a family and friends and fans." Absolutely, yeah. I mean, to anyone who was especially close to him, obviously, you know, we already know what it's like. I think all of us have at some point in our life been been touched by uh, death in some way, and so all of us know what that feels like. Especially when and again, I think it's really kudos to to him, especially because it was apparently one of those situations kind of it reminded me a little bit of, as far as you know, recent uh, deaths of a similar nature, you could say, reminded me a bit of what happened with the, uh, oh I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting his name right now. but again, the fact that he was able to kind of hide what he was going through, like he didn't make it. A, a public matter, he didn't put it out there for everyone to be able to feel sorrow, right, or, or to feel pity on him or anything and I've always just found that to be incredibly strong there, there's a special kind of strength I think, to only have, I would assume, only the closest people to him know about what he was going through, and it takes a special kind of strength to have that, I think, because in our ever-increasing digital world, where we just love having you know, people and, and, and you know, having conversations or, you know, putting the feelers out for everybody, you know, I think it becomes very easy for us to almost overdo it and to some extent, right? To, to overextend ourselves. And so for him to be able to kind of hold back on that, I, I got to give him kudos and to anyone that does that because, you know, Lord knows that it is, it, it can't be easy. See, Gary Banjo Sandwich says, best film out is Kate, like a female nobody set in Japan with the Yakuza swordplay. Well, that sounds awesome. Let's see. Bryant Barr says, I dare you to watch a movie that di- that is directed by Andrei uh, Tarkovsky. His movies are caliber of cu- Kubrick level. I think I've heard of Tarkovsky. Tarkov- Tarkov- Isn't he the one who almost had Dune? Wasn't that like what he's kind of known for? I don't really know his movies. However, Sci-Fi says, My teenage Saturdays were full of beavis and Butthead. Mr. Science e 3000, SNL, the 90s cast was so good, and I love Norm doing the news, RIP. Yeah, absolutely. He had some of the best segments doing a weekend update. It's amazing when you compare the weekend update back then to the weekend updates of today, which are just so cringe by comparison, and just not even funny at all. Robert Frey, what is going on? Yeah, indeed, the, the recall election is today, and I was looking at some of the polling that, are, you know, real 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 clear politics was reporting on even the trafalgar group which is known for for being actually pretty accurate on a lot of things had it where it was like i think close to 60 40 or something like that voting not to recall so yeah definitely praying definitely praying for everyone in california right now and unfortunately it looks like um the results based on the polls at the very least and obviously we know polls are stupid and suck and i hope that they're wrong But obviously praying for California for uh, basically for people to be inspired to go out and to vote against someone who is a tyrant and who is trying to take away the liberties that not only do you have a right to as an American, but more importantly, the rights that you have as a human being. And I think that that is a conversation that we need to have a lot more in our everyday world. Is that this is not just about legality. This is not just about American values. This is about human values. This is about human rights. It's not about American rights. It's about human rights. And I think that that's where. Especially if the result ends up being. What it seems like it's going to be. Um, we'll have to wait and see of course. See Laura's story. One of the many trapped in California says, Live chatting as I vote my fascist governor out of office. I sure hope, hashtag it. I, again, I hope and pray, I hope and pray that that is indeed the case. And, obviously, if there's any updates on that throughout the stream, let me know. I know that y'all are a few hours behind, so the, the chances of polls closing and them being able to make a call during this stream probably aren't as um, as likely, but hey. The new number two, what's going on? Welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, says, hello, good evening. RIP Norm Macdonald, absolutely. Matthew Highland. then says, so Jeremy is trying to take Tuesdays from you. Uh, wait a minute. So, wait, Jeremy went live? Because if Jeremy went live, then I'm upset. Uh, the R watching over on Odyssey, thank you for being over there. But wait a minute. Jeremy went live on the on the Geeks and Gamers channel. Is that what you're telling me? It's one thing, the, the real BBC, like they, they just go, you know, forever. So that that I expect. But if, if Jeremy's going live, that, that upsets me. That upsets me. But anyway, <laughs> nothing I can do. All right, let's see. Forever Sci Fi says Real BBC has extended ever since Longman joined. Oh, so he's a permanent member now. Interesting. And see, here's the thing is that when it comes to really long streams, I barely have time for myself. So I just have not, I don't really have the ability, unfortunately, to catch up with all that stuff. So, <laughs> it's too much content. Too much. Bruce says, yeah, stop watching As and Gary to watch you. Oh, well, thank you, Bruce. I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fear of Fema, what's going on? Yeah, uh, I think I think that's a fair assessment. I, I think that is absolutely a fair assessment. That Mahler automatically adds two hours to any stream. I think that that is that is very fair. By the way, to the 50 people who are watching, thank you for choosing to be here. There are many places that you could be tonight, but you chose to be here, and I appreciate that. Let's see. Andrew Hayes says, Looks like Mr. McDonald passed away from cancer. One of the reasons I'm switching to Better Diet, but we'll have to cheat uh, days with pizza. And that's a sad thing, too, is that we, we think that we have all of the answers when it, it comes to all these things. But there's so many things that can cause these and the way it's been described to me over the years, I, again, do I understand it completely? No, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist. But, you know, so many things, even the oxygen that we breathe causes these free radicals. I think it's what they're called in our system that can cause those things. So even if we change our diet, it doesn't guarantee anything, you know? And uh, and, and that's why I think that what we really need to, and I think what this COVID time especially has, has really, I think, brought out in, in full force is that... We need to learn how to live life and we need to learn how to endure suffering because we live in a world now where we are just so, maybe not afraid the right word, but we are just so, you know, we, we try and push off suffering in any way. And it's, at the end of the day, suffering is a part of life. Suffering is what, it's, it creates character. It's what helps us grow. And for one to never suffer Right? It's one for someone to to suffer a lot, you know, because obviously suffering is not good, but we, we try so much. I mean, just look at where these lockdowns and, and these mandates have been, all been coming from. It's been coming from a place of no one should have to, you know, essentially no one should die. And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> you're, you're kind of just missing the forest for the trees in so many ways. It's crazy. Uh, it's Rap Productions. What's going on? Greetings, good sir. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Uh, Adam Frank and the clan over on D Live. D Live fam in here. What is going on? Appreciate y'all. Again, tag at Odin on any of the platforms if you have a comment or question. Dina B. Tagged to say, Stephanie is going to show tonight, but she's sick for five four or five days. so wants to show up. Everyone, pray for Steph. She's such a sweetheart. Well, Steph, I see you in the chat. Shout out to Stephanie B who is general of my Valkyries, thank you for stopping by, and if you're not feeling very well, hey, go get some rest. Go get some rest. I appreciate it. Trixie says, not sure you heard of it or care for the series, but Cops is making a return. I never really cared for it, but the theme song, of course, is is iconic. Whatcha gonna do? Whatcha gonna do? So good. Anyway, a Valiant Renegade, who is a member on the channel. Hail to you, Valiant Renegade. Thank you for the $5 super chat says, Oh, sweet. I caught a live stream. Hail, brother. Great video. Uh, great videos. Love what you do here. And AMDG. Hey, dude, thank you very much. So for those that don't know, that is the shorthand for Ad majorum de Gloriam. For the greater glory of God um, It is Ignatian spirituality. Yeah, brother. I get you. AMDG. Absolutely. Thank you for stopping by. And thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, Andrew Hayes says WWE just made just made a wrestler called Biggie their heavyweight champ this past Monday. They've been firing talent left and right. Wait, Biggie is the heavyweight champion? Again, show, shows you where I am. <laughs> shows you how far away I am. I mean, yeah, they're losing and that's the thing, they're not just losing their talent. They're they're not re-signing their talent. Like they're they're cutting all of these costs. And so what you're doing then is you're just feeding into the A.W. machine, which is about to rev up. It's already revved up to the next level, but it's going to get even crazier as they pick up more and more people. Asperger says, only thing I know is no more indie wrestlers on the NXT. I think they're going back to growing their own. Wait, so wait a minute. So like NXT is no longer because it hasn't really been developmental for a while, I feel. But is this like officially something new? It's kind of silly. Laura says, vaccine passports start next week in my county for restaurants, gyms, etc. So the few restaurants that survive shut down now have another burden. That's Yeah, Laura, that's a great point that you bring up too, right? So not only did those, did the crazy lockdowns that even the corrupt WHO said were you know, illogical and, and just stupid which destroyed countless numbers of small businesses now you're going to add on top of that a mandate? It's ridiculous. It truly is. I hope every single one of those restaurants sues. I hope every single one of them sues. Pull pull together a class action for damages done and sue the heck out of them, man. Because this is ridiculous. And we can't just be stepped on anymore. New number two says, hey, oh, tomorrow's my birthday. A little pre-celebration with one of my YouTube family. With well, new number two, happy early birthday to you. Appreciate it. See, Nathan Slay says, apparently a funny joke for most of Hollyweird is literally just bashing Trump. Exactly. That's what we got for four years, and it's still going on. And it's just like, I mean, you you can't think of one nice thing to say? I mean, even I can think of nice things to say about people I'm not a big fan of. But it kind of just shows you that there's a a lot more going on than just it being a matter of politics. There's a reason why they call it TDS because it is in a lot of ways for some people, it is a form of PTSD, which is sad to say, but it, it's true. But there is clearly some psychological problems going on with some people and their reactions. See Adam said late late night just is not the same anymore. it's not it absolutely isn't man, you're right. It's just Conan was one of the last that you know he would have Norm McDonald on, right And wasn't Norm McDonald even like on Conan's last show or something? I feel like and even Conan though, you know, he used to have, you know, he used to have that edge. Or maybe not the edge is the right word for him as far as his comedy is concerned, but he used to really, I think, be unique. And then he kind of just became, I guess you can say, generic in certain ways. He was still one of my favorites. Like if I had to watch if I had to watch any of them, like that's the one I would have watched. Gonzalo Bergali, what's going on, dude? How's it going? Uh Kingslayer, well, all I can say is family. That's all I can really say. Valiant Renegade says, Jefe, do you know what a plethora is? Why, guapo? Orange Hat, who's a member, says, Context plethora for quantity. Myriad is for a wide spectrum of something. Then what is a plethora? Then Orange Hat, what is a plethora? And tag to say, Your thoughts on Anchorman Legend of Ron Burgundy. Funny film. Very, very funny film. The sequel, not as funny. One of my favorite sequences in the original Anchorman is actually the restaurant scene with the flute. And the only reason why is because one of my favorite bands of all time is Jethro Tull. And I got every single little reference that he did. The fact that he was doing the flute at all was a huge shout-out to the lead singer of Jethro Tull, Ian Anderson. And, uh... Again, amazing. The fact that, at the, again, at the very end, he just goes, Aqualung. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, boy. So good. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All righty. Then, let us see. Slicer Neons, tagged to say. Uh, I am now left wondering, is a menagerie larger or smaller than a contingent? Oh, we are wordsmithing this evening, I see. A menagerie or a contingent. I think contingent is meant to be smaller, though. I think contingent, by its nature, is meant to be smaller. Where well, I don't really know much about menagerie. It's interesting, interesting. Are wordsmithing... Our word smithing is on fire tonight, to say the least. Snortopoops, Cuber, myriad, more or less, refers to a callous number or multitude, but is derived from an ancient Greek word for 10,000. Well, again, thank you, Snortopoops, for that word smithing fun fact information. So 10,000 is essentially, obviously, it doesn't mean just 10,000, but all these things typically are rooted in, uh, in language and rooted in some kind of a number. So it's interesting. That there is a ten thousand number there. I wonder if um, if plethora also has a root in some kind of number. Maybe that we can get. Maybe we can get um, that full context there. Uh then says Felicitas. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it was Chadwick Bose uh, Chadwick Chadwick Boseman um, who had also done that. And again, I, I got to give kudos to Chadwick and obviously to Norm as well. The fact that they were suffering. They didn't make it public. They didn't look for the public sympathy, right? They didn't milk it, right? It, it, it was instead what it should have been, which was private, you know, private affair. And that takes a kind of strength, I think, especially in modern-day Hollywood, in, in just the modern-day entertainment industry. It takes such strength. Andrew Hay says, do you think Shang-Chi will continue to make a lot of money at the box office since we won't have any visible big-budget films until Venom 2? Yeah, I mean, if you watched my video from the other day, my projections are that that film is going to make profit. Uh, I think upwards of eighty to ninety million dollars in net gain, net profit, based on the numbers from this past weekend. So even if it was to have, you know, a 60% drop in the third weekend, it it still would be pretty well on pace. The only way that it would not reach the profitability standpoint is if it just plummets. Like if it's 70% plus drop off this you know, from this point going forward, then it's done. But you know that chance of happening isn't likely because as you mentioned, there really aren't any big budget films and not just big budget films, but big marketing budget films set to come out for a good while. Like the next big movie really to come out is Dear Evan Hansen. And even that's not really a big movie. Uh, that That's big for the community that I c- still consider myself to be a part of, which is musical theater. And even then it's like, you look to films like In the Heights, which was also very much for the musical theater community and no one showed up for it. So You know, I think that that is a very, um, a very big, uh, big point. See, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington says, I like to send you down a TV and movie rabbit hole. Take the blue pill. (laughs) Oh, will you now? Orange Chat Reviews, who's a member, says, Oh, just got the entire Highlander series for 18 bucks. Usually costs 300 on digital, but I'm saving up for my physical set too. Bro, don't get those digital, man. Don't fall for the digital stuff, Man. Don't fall for it. But anyway, yeah, obviously, I'd see it. Saving up for the, for the physical set. Enjoying this in the meantime. I understand. I get it. There's some really good stuff. There's, like, really good sales going on right now. Um, a lot of 4Ks are on sale. Uh, the Beetlejuice 4K set from a year ago is, like, half off, I think, right now. And then there's, uh, oh, man, there's another set, too. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up on my handy-dandy app. By the way, if you've never found the movie, uh, rather, the app called My Movies, which is a, it's on iOS and and Android, it is, if you're a movie collector, it's the place for you. So, V for Vendetta, there is a 4K special edition set for that one that came out of November of 2020. 25 bucks, so that's half off right now. And then the Beetlejuice 4K gift set is for $28 right now. So, again, that's also about half off of what it normally is, which is around $50.00 and uh, there's also new movies that are getting released on 4K. I know that not everyone was a fan of it, but The Green Knight is on order for pre sale. I asked for a copy, and hopefully I get one. Um, I would love to do a review of, of the actual 4K on the channel because I want to dive into those special features because that movie just makes me want to know more. New number two says, Norm, similar to Chuck Bozeman, nobody but a select few knew he was sick for years before his passing. Yeah, and I think that, again, it takes a tremendous amount of strength. And so I, I, I'm always going to give kudos to someone who does that, you know, whether I like them or not, whether I know much about them or not. Again, it takes a lot of strength to do that. Laura says, Norm's impersonation of Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL was hilarious. Oh my goodness, yes, Celebrity Jeopardy was so amazing. Yeah, the the Turret Ferguson, yeah, that's my name. Yeah, (laughs) the whole thing he did doing like like with the gum and everything, it was just, it was so funny because you look at Burt Reynolds and then you look at his impersonation and you're just like. Where, where does he come up with it? It's so great, though. It's so fantastic. Cesar Pupa says, And they already stole the recall. Allegedly. I am no expert on this, YouTube overlords. Uh, thousands of people who went to vote were told they had already voted. That, that I had heard of. That actually did get some national press. YouTube, if you're going to try and shut me down for talking about something that did get national attention. Which was that, yeah, a lot of people, and especially in some red areas especially, were told that they already voted. Yep, 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 yep. Bruce says, Norm playing Burt Reynolds in Jeopardy! Bits was the best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As I said, so freaking funny. So great. Uh, I think part of the reason that actors and comedians keep illnesses quiet is because they think they might not get cast in projects when they need the money for the most expensive treatment, says Andrew Hayes. Well, I would, again, I think that makes sense to some degree, but I do think that there. I don't think that is usually the case, though. I really just think it has more to do with them trying to keep things quiet, trying to keep things uh, personal, close to the chest, and I I have respect for that. So I'm not going to assume that they are doing it just for money. I'm not going to assume that they're doing it just for that. I just, I don't know, you know? That's just my thing. Let's see, Was, what's going on? Welcome, 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 welcome. Please uh, be very careful with the things that you say. Because my, my mods will nuke anybody that tries to pull any silly stuff. Just Odin here. But hey, welcome. Glad to have you back. Orange Hat Reviews! said Newsom violated the 1A of the First Amendment of Cali's. He also was paying criminals to not commit violent crimes. And the puppet and the VP are saying Newsom is helping push Cali forward. As the puppet says, come on, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty insane. Uh, Steven, what's going on, dude? Tag say, what was your favorite Billy Madison moment with Norm Macdonald? Mine was when he wakes up from being passed out and says, what is she talking about? As Miss Vaughn lectures Billy. That's a pretty great one. Um, but I did like, um, oh, what was the, wasn't it like the, the line where he's like, have five daiquiris? Nah, he remembered to do that. Wasn't he, didn't he say that line? He has some great moments in that movie. That, that was really my first introduction because I was born late eighties, grew up in the nineties. So my first introduction to Norm Macdonald would have been in Billy Madison. And I know a lot of other people who, who follow the channel, you know, grew up with the SNL days of Norm Macdonald, and so that those are days that I could still and still need to dive so much further into, um, because there's just so many things there. I, I love watching the compilations, though, of his weekend of his weekend updates. The amount of jokes that are made it's just again, it's fantastic. Uh, excommunicado, yeah, seriously. For some of them, they they knew they do need to be declared excommunicado. Absolutely. In fact, I don't even know who I'm going to do it for, but for one of them... You leave me no choice but to declare you excommunicado. That's what it is. Now, of course, ever since I've uh, changed things up a bit, it was off-center there. But, hey, the clip still stands. I don't know even know who was declared excommunicado. Gonzalo, but guys, this Midnight's Edge just went live. Oh, well. Well, then. Well, then. Oh, apparently, spilling the beans on Dune. Oh, did he get to see, like, an early showing of Dune? Oh, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Again, I'm a big fan of Denis Villeneuve. Bounding the Comics, what's going on, Bounding? What's going on, bro? Shout out to Bounding to Comics. Check out their website. Good stuff. Some guy called Darren says, Hail, hail to you. Matthew Highland tagged and said, Sorry, I'll give more context. Jeremy said that he plans on starting to do a show on Tuesday a Tuesday night soon in the next two to three weeks. Ah, okay. Yeah, context is important. If that's the case, then I I, I hope it's, you know, I hope it's a later show. Because it's already bad enough when all the gaming streams start at 10 p.m. Eastern time when I'm in bed because I got work in the morning. Because as, as a teacher, we get up early. We, we have early starts to our day. And I've, I've, tried, I've tried so many times to be like, bro, if we start just a little bit earlier, I'm telling you, man, more people will be happy to be able to, the East Coast especially, they want to watch too. Or at least they want to watch for longer. But oh well. It is what it is. Much love. Much, much love. So, Neon says, is a retinue the same as a coterie? Strokes chin and desperate bid to appear intellectual. I don't even know what the I don't even know a ret, retinue and a and a coterie? What? I don't I don't think I've ever heard those words put into <laughs> the same sentence before. CM Creeper, what's going on? Thank you very much for being here. Uh let's see. Wash, you don't need to post the comment more than once. I fall twenty minutes behind. If you if you were here often you you would know that. I fall twenty minutes behind. It just is what it is. See, As McCarthy says, I'm not seeing GNG Live, though I do know Jeremy said Tuesdays, but I think it's sometime after you're done. Yeah, that's why I want to say typically you know, for all the streams, they're almost always late. So I would not be surprised if it was like starting an hour or two before the gaming stream to try to kind of like be a like a prep for it. There's Stephanie B's comment. There it is. So again, I'm at seven. Uh, 21 in the chat. It's 738 in real life. So, or roughly like 20 minutes behind. It happens. It happens. That's why I have this little... Again, this little ticker at the very bottom. Telling everyone what's up. Evan S. says... We exist in the Valley of Tears. Suffering is part of life. Uh, fast and abstain and be with the Lord. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And I think that's something that we just don't talk about enough. And I think, as I said earlier, that everything with COVID has really exposed that. We have become... So, in a lot of ways, selfish, where it's like we don't even want to su- we don't even want to suffer the slightest, and that I think is something that these people in power have used against us. Because think about it; it's all been mostly based on emotion, right? Oh, we got to protect. These people, it's for the common good. Don't you want to make sure that grandma is safe, right? That's the type of of language that's been used. It hasn't been an open discussion of ideas or of the scientific discoveries or of the numbers or of the stats. It's been mostly based in emotion that a lot of this stuff has been pushed. And it's because we are, by our nature, emotional beings. And so this is being used against us in the worst way possible. And I think California is a great example of that. Daniel Thorne, not holding much hope in the recall with all of the shenanigans I've heard about. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, hearing what we've already heard, but also, you know, even just the early I, I will say the early numbers just already looked not that great. And what we do know also is that when it comes to an election that they deem important, they will do everything within their power within legal and non-legal frameworks to get the results. You know, for instance, we see massive increases in things like mail-in voting, right? Things like this, which can lead to certain results. Soul Assassin, what's going on, brother? Thank you for being here. Uh, let's see. Gonzalo Vargali says, yes, Big e cashed in the briefcase. Nice. Well, that's pretty cool. I like Big E. I like Big E. It's pretty cool. Force of Light Entertainment. What's going on, Force of Light? Go support those ladies. They're awesome. Thank you all for stopping by. I appreciate it. Alice McCarthy, does need to confirm Big E cashing money in the bank on Bobby Lashley. That's right. Well, here's the thing. Bobby Lashley as champion is already dumb enough. Like at least with Big E, you you've got a a very comical, uh, a lot more. I, I again, I just don't find. Bobby Lashley to be that talented of a wrestler. I was a lot more excited for his moveset back in the day because he used to have one of the coolest finishers in the business but I don't even I'm pretty sure because again it's been a long time since I've even watched the WWE I mean I don't think he does the Dominator anymore because again that was an awesome finisher. But once he changed that it's like okay now you got nothing really cool about you anymore bro. says, How did Mahler get the nickname Longman? I think it's mostly just because of the length of and breadth of the videos that he does. I think that's where it came from. Honestly, I honestly don't know the original origins, but that's what I've always assumed it to mean. Snorapuba says, My problem with reality shows is that they are driven the need to have drama and not reality. Point a camera at someone, and they'll start mugging for the camera. Exactly. That's a good point, too. Absolutely right? We, we've already seen it, right? We, we saw at the nine eleven Memorial, we've seen it at all of these different events. There's this great video of it, it's like in France or in another country where the cameras start early and everyone there is maskless. And all of a sudden they found out, oh, you're on camera. And then all of a sudden the masks start coming up and it's like, if the people who are making these laws, if the people that are enforcing and trying to enforce these these mandates and trying to enforce these lockdowns, if even they don't, based on this, take it seriously, then how are we supposed to take it seriously? How are our kids supposed to take it seriously, you know? Like, especially with the pictures that came out after the 9-11 memorial. Like, that That to me, it's like, how how can any of us really in good conscience be able to make any kind of argument when the most powerful people in the world who are making these decisions don't even buy into it based on their own actions, you know? Anyway, new number two. His member says, cops making a return doesn't make sense after some were trying to cancel the police last summer. Hey, I guess there's more of a desire there than not. Daniel Thorne, tagged to say, I watched Citizen Kane, pretty good movie for what it depicted, but can't call it best movie ever or watch it again. Yeah, it's definitely a film that I do feel is a bit more divisive than than not. It's interesting how it is kind of more of a divisive, and I think it's because it's been in a lot of ways propped up as the greatest film ever, right? As the greatest film into, or rather the greatest film ever to be created. Um, And so obviously you go in with those types of expectations and if it doesn't meet or if it doesn't meet or match the expectations that you have in your head, then obviously it's going to be a little bit different, right? Or it's going to be disappointing is what I meant to say. So I still think Citizen Kane is one of the greatest, but not because I think, I like it the best it's because when you look at what the film did not just from a narrative standpoint but from a filmmaking standpoint it is such an incredibly important movie uh because of that reason alone so there are some films that are so important because of what they did for the history of films for the future of films uh that makes them better than the subjective experience that one might go through if that makes any sense Laura says, to be clear, I have no problem if a gym wants to set guidelines for safety, but I hate the government imposing these regulations on businesses. No, I I agree, Laura. And I think, again, absolutely, right? If it's a private business, they should be able to do what they want. And I know that some people say, yeah, but what about the extremes? It's like, this is what I'm talking about. If one gym says you have to prove you're vaccinated to come in, guess what? Not going. Not that I go to the gym. Um, I'm going to make that joke before anyone else does. But I'm not going to go to that gym. Because there's going to be a gym down the street somewhere or in the neighborhood somewhere that's going to say, hey, we're not going to force you to do that. We're not going to mandate that you do that. And guess what? They would get my business. So the free market can very much do this already. We don't need massive government regulations strangling these businesses because all that they're doing is strangling these businesses, whether it's enforcing these lockdowns, whether it's enforcing these mandates of any kind it strangling it's strangling these businesses. It's strangling the individual person. It is violating the rights of the individual person. And again, when I say rights, I don't mean American rights. I don't mean First Amendment rights. I don't mean constitutional rights. I mean the rights that we have as human beings made in the image of likeness of God. Not to get too theological on you, but hey. Even our founders said we are endowed with inalienable rights from our creator. Even they had the concept that our rights don't come from government, our rights don't come from history, our rights come from God. And that's the most important issue right now. Not about American rights being violated, human rights being violated. Period. And stop. Gary says, Add a birthday this weekend and have weeks holiday to recover happy ba- <laughs> Gary, banjo sandwich, happy bladed birthday. I remember you mentioning it. Uh, was it you it was on Saturday you were mentioning it maybe? Or it, it may have even been in the uh in the stream. I don't know. In the uh Friday stream, Friday night tight stream. All right, let's see. All right, Hardwick tagged to say, I once saw a video that broke down how the political jokes on late-act comedy shows are formulated. It actually is a sophisticated form of brainwashing. It's creepy once you see how it's done. Well, it's creepy also when you think about, um, like, if you think that's creepy, do some research into social media platforms and how they actually will hire on psychiatrists, psychologists, to help make their apps and phones and devices more addictive like there's research done into that where they get the feedback from people who know the brain, the mind better than anyone else of how to make you more addicted, how to get the dopamine hits. That's even creepier. I think it was was Mark Zuckerberg who came out with Facebook or one of them came out to say, "Yeah, based on our research, we have determined that we absolutely can we can sway with like one button or like with one algorithm, we can sway the results of an election. Because if we feed certain stories to you on your, lo- like on your uh, feed, we can make you feel a certain way and therefore make you react in a certain way. It's, it's really creepy. It's really, really creepy. So I would say what they're doing on late night, not as creepy as what big tech is doing. Not nearly as creepy as what big tech is doing. Or in chat, plethora is a number of something that is similar to another thing, uh, i.g. a plethora of comedy legends, or piñatas. Uh, myriad example, a myriad of colors. Ah, so, but wait a minute. But colors are of a similar thing, too, right? Or do you just mean, like, myriad is, like, of the same thing, whereas plethora is of things that cannot be? I don't know. I'm confused. Wordsmithing is hard sometimes. Daniel Thorne says, I heard you guys on FNT had some fun with Alex Jones. Do you have any highlights? Well, I I, I was able to make a reference to Serenity and Firefly, and he picked up on it and ran with it. And that was pretty cool. Uh, so that was that was pretty awesome. So, and again, despite what anyone might think, even I myself might think about about him, There's no denying that he is huge in the realm, not just of media, but of what it means to have free speech or why free speech should be protected. He's the number one example of cancellation. He's the number one example of cancel culture. He's the most, arguably the most canceled person in human history when you think about it. But was with that been able to build up his own, uh, servers and become essentially uncancelable. And you gotta commend him for that. Orange hat says, I keep thinking that Piccolo from DBZ of Bridge is gonna scream nerd from me explaining th- <laughs> I get that reference. Oh man, Fajita. <laughs> Are we there yet? Machida, remember the bug planet? Oh, it's such a good series. uh Batman in the comics, that is based on the $150 million budget, which is the reported budget. I know I heard some places that it was actually $200 million, but they got a tax break. But if that's true, well, then it still only cost them $50 million. Or rather, it only cost them $150 million because they would not have had to pay for that other $50 million, or at least they got that other $50 million covered. Or it will be covered. Uh, Sizer says, pray tell what be the distinguishment between a swarm and a horde? <laughs> Indubitably, yes. Sort of poopus. Here we go. Here's some fancy wordsmithing. Plethora comes from a Greek word meaning fullness. Okay, I'm done with linguistics tonight. No, it's wordsmithing. That's what I've said, and I'm sticking with it. The wordsmithing is so much fun tonight. Tonight's episode is wordsmithing uh, but anyway, okay, so fullness so not having an actual number so it would seem then that plethora is actually in a certain way more of an infinite concept than a myriad because myriad comes from as it was said, you know from a word that's rooted in 10,000, which is a limited number, a finite number where the fullness of something is very much open-ended. So I would argue, as a wordsmith expert that I am, I would argue that a plethora is more than a myriad. I rest my case. <laughs> Nathan Slay. Smash the like button, by the way. If you're still watching this on YouTube, smash that like button. Uh, Jacques Lassoff over on Honesty, What's up? Says, great to see you here again tonight. Love catching up with my favorite religious face of secular supremacy. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means, but thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Nathan Slay says, Since you're not a fan of David Lynch's Dune, I must ask which would you rather watch, Lynch's Dune or the movie Dune, one of the worst video games ever. Nathan, didn't you ask me this last time? I'm pretty sure... If you didn't ask me, someone else did. And my answer is the same. Doom with The Rock. Because at least it's so bad it's funny. Seperify. MF. That's all I'll say about that. Gonzalo Magali, SNL Celebrity Jeopardy was awesome. It was so good. Um... If anything was better than Norm MacDonald's Turd Ferguson, it was anything with the Sean Connery. God, that's just, I love that one so much. <laughs> Things that I wish... Oh, the jokes there are so funny. Harwick says, It was announced yesterday that Haley Atwell will be voicing Lara Croft in an animated Tomb Raider series for Netflix. I wish they had cast her in live action from a few years ago. Hey! Uh, she's doing the voice acting, so I think that'll be fine. I don't know if she necessarily would have the look of the standard or historical Lara Croft. Again, I don't know. Andrew Hayes says, Ghost in the Shell 95 is playing at my local theater this weekend. Nice. I wasn't a big fan of it, to be fair, to be honest, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Nathan Slay says, If we want to talk about SNL Celebrity Jeopardy, Daryl Hammond, Sean Connery, boom, there it is. I know he has said some dirty things, but it was hilarious. Yes. (laughs) I'll take S-words. I'll take swords for 500. It's S-words. And then later on, Shaber. But it began with a bloody S. So good. Uh, Haley Atwell is Agent Carter Stephanie B. I saw that in the live chat. Let's see. Hardwick says there's been a there's been a norovirus outbreak on the Anna Jones five set. Fifty crew members have been sent home. Oh man, I think they should just take that as a hint and just stop the film. Soul Assassin, SNL, Jeopardy with Norm McDonald's, Burt Reynolds, and the other guy as Sean Connery who's amazing. So so good. See, Daniel Thorne over on DLive, jab mandates just went into effect yesterday in NYC, and restaurants are already complaining about RSVPs being canceled. And I don't blame them. As I said, the free market can decide that. I don't like it when they're only doing those mandates because they're being mandated to do so by the government. The government's role is not to mandate these things. The government's job is not to make sure that we are healthy. I know that might sound like a crazy fringe conspiracy, but tell me where in the constitution or in even any state's constitution for that matter, where it says the government is in charge of making sure that we're healthy. Cause, cause it's not health is a very uh, private matter. And there's a reason why you can't ask someone certain medical questions because we used to have that concept. But oh well. Yeah, Tina B definitely seems like that film's production is is cursed, but hey, maybe they should take it as a hint. Slicer says, "What would you what would you have to do to declare yourself excommunicado?" What would I have to do to declare myself? Why would I excommunicate myself? From myself. Harwick says plethora is derived from a Greek word. Yeah, we we yeah, Hardwick, someone else already got there first, man. Read the chat, man. Read the chat, man. Come on. Come on, man. Baca says, It's still unlikely that Shang-Chi will really continue to rake in dough merely because there's a little competition. In CV era, pe- people aren't just going to theaters because it's it's habit. That's the thing, Donbaka though, is just based on the numbers alone. And for COVID times, it is still panned out to be pretty consistent. In fact, films, in many cases, have even been performing better uh, than even regular times. Um... Which is an interesting statistic. So, you no, know, the chances of the film making profit at this point are pretty much guaranteed. Unless there's, again, if the third week has a massive, massive drop, which I just don't see happening because there really is just no competition, um, it's just not going to happen, man the comments says, totally on point. There is a resistance to any kind of suffering. It's part of the whole materialist worldview that rejects God. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, there was a great podcast uh, I listened to. It's uh, the Terror of Demon, Terror of Demons Morning Show is what it's called. I know it just, again, sounds sounds pretty awesome by itself. But it's from, uh, I want to make sure I, I get the name of it right. Because there's so many different channels that have similar sounding names. Um, but it's called The Meaning of Catholic and it's a great youtube channel, a uh, great uh, podcast, and one of their one of the hosts today was talking about this concept of suffering and it just blew my mind because it it was one of those things where it was just so on the nose and it just was so it was just so clear and it was like I can't believe that that I hadn't heard anyone take it from that perspective yet. See, uh, Daniel Thomas Sorry, Daniel Thorne over on DLive says, Unabridged Rogue Squadron is finally on Audible. Ooh, I am excited because that's the one exciting thing coming from Disney is that there are unabridged versions of some of these older works coming out. That is very exciting. Hound3000, what's going on? Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Glad to see you in the chat. Again, smash the like button if you're watching on YouTube. If you have a comment or question, put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, no matter what platform you're watching on. The R over on Honesty says, Oh my goodness, Haley Atwell will be perfect as Lara. As I said, I think the voice, absolutely. But again, I, I, I'm no expert in this field, as I never played the game. But I don't know if... I don't know. Because I think that, you know, in a lot of cases when you have video games or when you have comic books, right, a lot of times people get caught up with things like having the right body type, right, of looking and fitting the part. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. I'm sure there are people who are experts who have played the game who could say, uh, Odin, no, you're, you're an idiot, you're wrong. Uh, she, she would be perfect for this role. I think acting-wise, absolutely, she would be perfect for the role. I think her voice absolutely would be perfect for the role. I don't know. I'm no expert. Andrew Hayes says, what pictures from 9-11? Dude, just look them up, man. They've been all over social media, bro. It's the the pictures of, you have Nancy Pelosi, you have Obama, you have uh, Bloomberg, uh, Biden. You have literally the who's who, the creme de la creme of the political class. All of them, before cameras were there, no masks on, talking to each other. The entire time. Gonzalo, I'm not muted. I don't know what's going on on your end. Uh, see, Evan s says, Do you still want to get into praying the Divine Office? Absolutely. And I still have it. I have my my the three-volume set uh, from Baronius. And it's something where I, I've been trying to slowly build myself into it. So I've been trying to do my daily rosary. So I've actually been... Uh, shout out to Return to Tradition, another great Catholic YouTube channel, uh, Anthony Stein. He called for a novena to, and dedication to Our Lady of Sorrows, because tomorrow is actually the feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows, um, and so to dedicate to uh, Our Lady of Sorrows the intentions of, obviously, the church for the conversion of the church, and, uh, I've only missed one day, unfortunately, I did miss, uh, yesterday for it, but, hey, it's okay if you miss a day, because as long as you persist that, and persistence is so key and so important to it. So that's what I've been trying to focus on is trying to get daily rosary in. And that's been like one of the ways that I've been doing that is focusing on the um, is focusing on the uh, on the Our Lady of Sorrows Novena. So once I can get that into my routine, then I want to slowly start to build in uh, the liturgy or rather the divine office, the traditional divine office. See, Hardwick tagged and said, my vote for best movie of all time is Metropolis. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. I've never seen that film, to be honest, though. Jason Ebenstein, what's going on, Jason? Says, so been wanting to know if you have demographics data for Shanxi. I'm not sure that the race baiting mar- marketing got people out when similar marketing was done for Snake Eyes. No, I haven't, actually, uh, to be f- to be honest. But it's just based off of the reporting that's being given. It, that is the indication that we've been given. Just from the mainstream uh, reporting outlets that that was the case. The, the issue, I think, with Snake Eyes was that... It was coming from a property that was not really well established right you have the MCU machine on one hand and then you have the GI Joe movie franchise which again there was some financial success with some of those films but I, I don't think anyone would have those two franchise movie franchises specifically movie franchises and say that they were on par with each other. you, you would not have the MCU on par with the G.I. Joe-verse. You know what I mean? So you already had that issue, and then you already lost any hardcore fans who are typically the ones that make up a lot of money because those are the ones that see films more than once and pay for the higher ticket prices and everything. You already lost them by the concept of the film being, let's find out about the mysterious character that we like because he's a mystery and also hear him talk, even though... The other cool thing about him is that he doesn't talk. So you already lost people before the film even came out. So it's not even... I don't think it's even fair to have that as a comparison. Because even if you were going to argue that they were trying to drive out the same audience, they did not have the same machine. And also, they did not even have a good... Even a defensible concept. You can at least say, hey, Shang-Chi is a comic... Is a character in the comics that's been established, has been developed. So regardless of anyone's thoughts on the film itself and how it is presented, it at least has that. You can't compare that to G.I. Joe. It's just... It's not on the same level. Let's see. Gormacall79, thank you for the $5. That's a super chat. It says, just popped in to say hello and RIP to Norman. Love him. Catch y'all on, f- uh, on the replay. Well, Gormacall79, thank you very much. I was gonna try and play some videos because I thought it'd be a bit of a slow night in the chat because of everyone streaming, but we got 50 people still watching and y'all have been quite quite talkative this evening. So we might just wait until the, day, the end to watch some of those clips. Uh, let's see. The Craig Lee Lawrence Experience says, Hail Odin! Hail natural immunity! Seriously. And it's kind of crazy how there are people in public who are saying, well, you know, vaccine is going to be... Ba-. It's like, what? When when did we... Like, vaccines were originally developed. I'm not a doctor, by the way. Please consult your own doctors. But it, it was a way of helping people who had... Issues with developing natural immunity. With viruses that... Had very high... Mor- mortality rates. Anyway. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, how far... We've kind of moved away from that concept. Evan S says... Which is a better trilogy? Matrix or Blade? Blade, dude. Are you kidding me? The last couple... A couple films... Especially the last film in the... In, in, uh, rather in... The... Oh man. Matrix trilogy is just not good at all. Um, whereas with Blade... I, I think the first one's great. Second one, I actually don't like the filmmaking. I think the filmmaking is very distracting. is very jumpy. The editing, the, again, there's just something weird about the way it was made. And then Blade Trinity, even though story-wise is not as good as the others, it is a well-crafted machine. I will say that much. It is a well-made movie, like, just from an objective standpoint of the actual shots, editing, that kind of stuff. Craig Lee Lawrence Experiments. Sorry. Craig Lee Lawrence Experiments. What's going on, man? Matthew Highland. What's up, dude? Thoughts on Hawkeye trailer. The thing I came away with from the Hawkeye trailer was that that song does not fit. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, who who chose this Christmas song? I know it's coming out late November, so they're trying to get the holiday vibes and drive up people watching it for that reason. But I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway. Uh, Andrew Hayes says my biggest problem with the vaccine mandates is when employers are making employment de- employment dependent upon having it. No, I agree. And that's why, you know, try everything you can to resist it. And especially for if you are a person of faith, claim religious exemption. And if you don't have a priest willing to do that, look up father or sorry, look up Bishop Athanasius Snyder. And I would say this for anyone too to be fair. Look up Bishop Athanasius Snyder, because he has a confraternity dedicated to Our Lady of Fatima, and he, when you sign up, it's free to sign up, but when your registration goes through, he, he will sign off on a religious exemption for you. So if your bishop, if your priest is not willing to do that, he will. And you can claim I'm a member of this confraternity and according to the rules of the confraternity and according to the rules of and because of the morality of our faith there is a moral exemption here. Anyway. But I've, I've already mentioned that to a couple people. If anyone needs that. Because something tells me that Bishop Ath- Athanasius Snyder would probably be willing to sign off on something like that for even someone who is not even of the faith to be perfectly honest. Because... All of us deserve the right to decide. Simple as that. All of us deserve the right to decide. Napoleon Life Forum. What's up, dude? Welcome. Craig Lee Lawrence Experience says, It's amazing how this music venues require masks and or vaccinations, though the artists themselves will not be wearing masks, nor have to be vaccinated. What makes them different? Yeah, and again, just look at the Met Gala last night. All of the help, all of the servants, all of them had to wear masks, and yet Every single person who was a star and a celebrity, they didn't. It doesn't make any sense. You're right. It does not make any sense at all. Or does it make too much sense? Evan S. fast food does the same thing to make people addict, add, addicted to their product. I think it was Reddit. Yeah, I know that there was something to that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, Odin is the best Tuesday night streamer. He cares and remembers. Yes, I did say on FNT, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, dude. Well, again. Happy, happy birthday. And yeah, I'm just in a position where I can um, show love to the people in the chats. I love doing it. Uh, let see, Andrew Hayes says, Speaking of Firefly, the fact that Nathan Fillion was never a bigger movie star is criminally negligent on Hollywood's part. Yeah, I, th- here's the th- I don't think he's going to complain. I honestly don't think he's going to complain about the success that he's had because he's had a lot of success in in television, especially Um You know whether I mean his show Castle was huge, for instance. So I don't think he's going to complain, to be honest. But I do get your point. If anyone, if anyone should have gotten more love, and even he wouldn't complain because he's gotten, uh, he's had a very good career, even as a voice actor, is Alan Tudyk. That's why I was so happy. If you've not seen Resident Alien, which is a show on Sci-Fi, highly recommend it. Alan Tudyk is the lead. It's great. It's it's not woke. And in fact, in certain ways, I want to say it's like the antithesis of woke based just on casting and the way things work. I've explained before uh, what I mean by that. Harwick says, Mel Gibson really bashed Catholic bishops for persecuting priests who preach traditional beliefs. He made the statements in a video for the Coalition of Canceled Priests. Yeah, no, I've yeah, you don't need to DM it to me, Harwick. I already know of it. I haven't actually watched it yet, but I already know of it. Um, yeah, Mel Gibson's an interesting character because I believe he is, if he's not officially, he's like on the verge of being what's known as a set of a contest, which means that he denies uh, the validity of either the current pope or the last series of popes, which is an extreme uh, schismatic position to hold. One of the things that makes someone Catholic is to have the connection with Rome specifically. So, to deny that is to, in many ways, cease to be Catholic, right? Or, or at least to be in schism in an official capacity. So, again, I don't know if he was, if he's, if he's ever officially gone that far or if he's just, like, kind of danced around with it. Because uh, I think there's, obviously, there's room for questions. There's room for criticisms, especially, of the actions of, of our bishops, most especially. I mean, for the fact that the bishop shut things down, shut the sacraments down, shut the very spiritual life which is the key to life, down during pandemic. Put the needs of the body over the needs of the soul. That's what they did. It's ridiculous. Uh, Gonzalo says, someone asked the question about Doom and Dune. Yeah, I must say, someone had definitely asked about that before. New number two says, tonight episode was brought to you by Letters M and the number 10,000. Yes, indeed. Tonight's episode is wordsmithing. You're welcome. Wordsmithing. Smash that like button, everybody. It's at 753 in the chat. It is 809 in real life. So I'm just about 20 minutes behind still. See, Don Baca says here, it'll be interesting to see the numbers on Shang-Chi on for Tuesday after the very sizable fall on Monday box, both week, week. Week, week, and day, day, the last international numbers were suspect also. Well, here's the thing, Don because I think I even responded to you. It's not as suspect as you think because a lot of the numbers that came in over the weekend from the international market includes everything it made over the week. Because not all most countries, in fact, don't report every day what the numbers are. So all the money that was reported on Sunday is, for instance, let's say it's in UK, France, Germany, It would include all of the weekdays, so Monday through Thursday, and then the weekend totals as well. So that's why it might seem like it was higher than normal uh, for that reason. So no, I don't really think there is anything suspect. I think they played their hand well. They obviously pandered to certain demographics, and it seems to at this point have paid off. Now, does that make it a good movie? No. Does that make Disney a moral company? Absolutely not. But we, I, I always am very cautious before people. Whenever people start going down the conspiracy territory, just like they did with Captain Marvel, people still to this day claim the Captain Marvel conspiracy. It's it's not, it's not true. Because I remember when they were showing the pictures and trying to show, the, and I was like, look, I can explain every single one of these things. But anyway. The uh, Notas Felicitas says, I think the showrunners of Indie are waiting for a plague of locusts. Yeah, seriously, are they just waiting for all of the all of the plagues at this point? Uh, let's see, Don, what's going on, bro? Welcome to the chat. Appreciate it. Um, thank you for being here. Let's see. Hardwick tagged to say, did you know there was a 2003 visa commercial with Sofia Vergara as Laura Croft? She looked like the spitting image of the game character, but they didn't give her any dialogue for some reason. Interesting. I did not know that. Uh, Gonzalo says some of the best Sean Connery relocate spaces and imagine the missing word catch the <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I agree. I agree. I would read them, but obviously, Let's see, the R over on, sorry, Jacques Lesuave first, over on Odyssey says, Speaking of government micromanaging our health, have you ever seen the state of some of the health ministers from some governments? Have you seen ours? Have you seen ours? <laughs> yeah, it, it's quite laughable when you think about it. And then the R says, On the faith front, what do you think of church militant? Father uh, Father Miller is not a fan. I think they need to turn some things uh, tune some things down but say a lot of good things you know i think they they say a lot of good things the the issue that i have with church Militant specifically is that more recently they really have this this almost unhealthy obsession with the sspx at least on social media that that's what kind of turned me off to them because despite what anyone might think about the sspx the way in which they were handling it was just very i don't know it was it was very obsessive but no, I think that like their news updates are, are, for the most part, pretty good. Like Just their general news headlines, those videos are usually pretty good. And then uh, there's, there's a lot of good Vortex episodes, to be fair, as well. But yeah, there's definitely, I think, some things for sure that they... Um, I definitely think that there are some things that they could um, definitely tone down for sure. I would definitely agree. All right, back over to the main chat. Slicer says, uh, Be there any swabbies who can tell us which would be larger, an armada or a flotilla? Flotilla. This scurvy dog wants an answer. I'm going to assume an armada. And all, of course, that can remind me of is Billy Madison. Spanish armada. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, meaning of Catholic is such a... Great. Such a great channel. I agree. Laura comes in to say, Is a plethora more than a kit and caboodle? I don't think anything can beat a kit and caboodle. I don't think anything could beat that. <laughs> Let's see. Don Bacchus says, I do expect it to turn 10 to $30 million profit. Of how the benchmarks for the MCU success have fallen. Yeah, no, no. Again, it's not going to be the biggest financial success. Like, there's definitely not going to be... It's not going to be the biggest financial success for Disney. In fact, it's going to be one of the lowest grossing films in Disney history. And for net profits, too. One of the lowest grossing as well. Like, bottom three, bottom four. And obviously, everyone's going to say, Oh, yeah, pandemic. Okay. But. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, today is the feast of... Uh, the exaltation of the Holy Cross. Uh, the remi- the reminder that the sign of the cross was able to aid uh, Constantine, among others, throughout history. Speaking of feast days, Evan S. brings up to say, uh, tomorrow is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. As I mentioned, it is Our Lady of Sorrows feast day tomorrow. Can you name all seven? Uh, so I've been praying it recently, so I don't. I'm trying to see if I can get the order correct. So the first sorrow is, of course, the the sword that would pierce her heart because of the uh, prophecy of Simeon. You then move on to the flight out of Egypt to avoid um, killing by Herod. You then move on to the finding of Jesus in the temple after he had been lost, which then leads us to uh, Mary meeting Her son, as he carries the cross, Mary at the foot of the cross, Mary then with the body of Christ taken down from the cross, which then leads us to number seven, which would be the placing of Christ in the tomb. Bah! There we go. I hope some of you are impressed. (laughs) I'm impressed with myself, to be honest. (laughs) Because, uh, again, I had just started it just the other day. Um, had never even heard of the, uh, the um, Our Lady of Seven Sorrows Rosary before. So, anyway. Let's see. Uh, Don uh, says, have you seen Simulu comments on China stopping it from getting released? CCP censorship strikes again. Um, well, yeah, I mean, communists are going to be communist. So, that's why, as I said, you know, I can give Simulu credit for speaking out against the Chinese communists, but he's working for a company that has single-handedly given the communists millions upon millions of dollars. So, it's a bit hypocritical of him. So, it is what it is. Laura says, My high school drama teacher had us watch Citizen Kane and explain a lot of the reasons why it is considered such a fantastic film. Hitchcock used a lot of innovative camera shots. Yeah, absolutely, right? I think that that is... Again, the way in which it was made is much more uh, of the reason why it's considered one of the greatest and not so much necessarily the story. Again, it was very innovative for its time and has been so inspirational to so many people. It's not the only one for sure, but definitely considered to be one of them. Hardwick says, Hayley Atwell would definitely look like the original Lara Croft. Her face looks similar enough and she absolutely has a biotype for it, simply more than Angelina Jolie. Well, again, I, I... I was going to say I didn't want, or uh, the, uh, what is it called? Um, Angelina, Angelina Jolie never really fit it, even though I had never even known that. I had no real reference for the character, and that's just because of, and it's Angelina Jolie. Um, yes, exactly. The MC Joe U. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. All righty. Let us see. Uh, Tina comes in to say, Metropolis was one of the movies on our list of movies you to watch. You have watched one of mine. Rashomon fell into your lap. Will you finish our list one day? I'm hoping, again, I can barely even watch newer films that are coming out. I did finally watch. I did watch a movie, guys. I did watch a movie. I watched it with the wife because my wife wanted to watch it. There's a documentary out on Netflix, and it is all about um, Bob Ross, so, it's about Bob Ross and about the Kowalskis. Oh, my goodness. So, if you thought Tiger King and Carol Baskin was evil, wait until you watch the Bob Ross documentary and learn about these Kowalskis. The Kowalskis make Carol Baskin look like a, a choir girl. Not really. I mean, they're... <laughs> <laughs> They're both still really bad, but it's it's interesting, to say the least. Um, it, it features Bob Ross's son, which, again, just hearing him talk about his dad was just already just kind of amazing. Hologram Nunchuck, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. A lot of ducks in the chat. Is that just the like the duck fizzney stuff? I see. Andrew Hoyle says, The inventor of the uh, RMNA technology has come out against the mandate's recently interesting interview from Jimmy Door Show. No, yeah, I mean, it is interesting how, yeah, you look to him, and like, he's himself in a lot of ways been depersoned. Like, I was reading an article the other day about how even, like, his Wikipedia page has taken off any indication or the very least has buried the information that he is the actual, like, founder of and develop developer of it, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, kind of important to have the person that's developed the technology kind of need to, you know, have his thoughts in mind, right? At least it would seem to make sense. All right, let's see. Laura says, The wife's work won't allow religious exemptions if you have taken other vaccines in the past. Interesting, you see, I can see why that could be an argument, but. I would say that there should still be room for religious exemption only because I think because this is definitely the most publicized that I think any vaccine has ever gotten in history, that it's brought more scrutiny. It's brought more, I guess you could say under the microscope as it were. So now we know a lot more about not just this, but other vaccines that have actually been tainted by the evil that is abortion and so I think that because now there's greater knowledge for it I think it would still be grounds for a religious exemption because even if you've received ones previously if there wasn't the knowledge at the time then you really can't like now if there is admitted knowledge of it and one still received it with that knowledge then obviously then you can talk about there being kind of this you know hypocrisy there but if if one does not have the knowledge in the first place I don't see how, how that falls in, personally. See, uh, Joey Horn says, I'm reading Christus Vincit by Bishop Snyder. Great book. I got, yeah, I'm like halfway through it. I started reading it like before before uh, Baby Thor was born. And then I just kind of just fell off because I was watching tons of movies and everything like that. But now I'm kind of like in, in a reading mood again. So it, it's, it's something that I'm at some point going to finish. But hearing the story of his life, especially what he and his family would do just to go to Mass, it really just makes you appreciate not only the Mass itself, but also, like, everything else. Um, and, and also, it just it just makes you so much more frustrated with with what's happened in recent times with the sacraments, especially. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, who is a member, says, you shouldn't have to be a part of a religious organization to have a religious objection. No, I mean, again, if you have a... Like, you, I agree. I, well, I think that the... The context there, or the wording, I think needs to be, you don't have to be a part of a religious organization to have a moral objection. Because you can be an atheist and have a moral objection. Because guess what? <laughs> I guess, spo- spoiler warning, there are atheists that are pro-life. We, we now have that much more knowledge and the technology to see the humanity of the child that you don't need to have faith to know scientifically that there is a child. So I, I think that absolutely, I agree. You don't have to be religious to have a moral, um, one, to have a moral code, and two, to be able, to I think, to have a moral exemption. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Craigie Lawrence, Experiment experience says, touche, have a fantastic night. Hey, I don't know what the touche was. I always need context, but you have a good night as well. Uh, let see. Laura says, talking about Nathan Fillion just made me mad at Suicide Squad again. I know, right? Seriously. It's like, really? Oh, so many reasons to be frustrated at that one. Uh, Hardwick says, Nathan Fillion should have been cast as the live-action Nathan Drake instead of Tom Holland. I think a lot of people would agree. Um, I, I barely know anything, but Nathan Fillion being a lead in anything makes me happy. Slicer says, you mentioned some time ago the vaccines were made from... Uh, dead children, my liberal mother says you were wrong. Where can I find your evidence? Um, If that's an honest question, yeah, absolutely. So uh, there is a great website called, it's Cog for Life, I believe is like the full name for it. Yeah, it's cogforlife.org, which is short for Children of God for Life. And what it does is it it breaks down every single uh current vaccine and tells you exactly how it's connected. Because every current vaccine has either had, um, has either used, like has either been produced using the cell line derived from the child who was killed, or at the very least tested using the same cell line. So it either has used it in its own development or it's been used in testing. Now, one bit of update to that there is yet, there is yet no, um, Vaccine not currently available that is not been um, tainted by abortion. However, there is a one. There is one that's getting a little bit more attention. It's called Novavax, and from their website it says Novavax's vaccine has not made it to market yet, but was the front runner ethically produced vaccine. Unfortunately, a fetal cell line was used in testing, so it was basically one that it had. As in its development, it had the most ethic. Uh, it was the most eth- ethically designed. Unfortunately, in their testing process, and I would not be surprised if they did this to try and speed up the process, which is again just one of these sad things about the, the modern state of our um, medical field and the pharmaceutical industry. But it sounded like in its development, it was very much purely. Um, ah, again. It's just it's sad that that was one that actually was likely going to be one that was going to be ethical, and it ended up not because they have used it now in testing. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says Alan Tudyk's best role is Hey Hey the Rooster in Moana. Made money making chicken sounds. Seriously, that is a great yes, great point. That is a fantastic point for sure. Please make sure y'all smash that like button, by the way. I see some people are leaving, so I assume that there is stuff going on. <laughs> anyway, Alex McCarthy tagged to say, Odin versus wordsmithing in a hell-in-a-cell match. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see. Don Baca says, I am Catholic that finds it impossible to fall in line with... Um, <laughs> with Marxist Pope, I'll stick with his predecessor. He's still alive. Well, again, I, again, I understand the frustrations there, but, um, at the end of the day, Pope Francis is Pope. And I know that there's a lot of conspiracy theories about he didn't really abdicate et cetera, but until a church council or future Pope makes a declarative statement, he is the Pope. We do not have any authority at all to make that determination or that decision. Like that that's one of the most frustrating things about it, about the Sede position is that you are putting yourself essentially as the authority. And as right as we feel sometimes, at the end of the day, we do not hold any position of authority. So it could it happen one day that a council or a future pope makes a declarative statement? Yeah, it's possible. Um, but until that point happens, he is pope, and we owe him our allegiance. I don't know. Thought that I'd lighten it up a little bit there. <laughs> Storopopus says, "Uh I, oh oh, I don't know why my microphone just oh that was not fun. Sorry." Sorry, audio, sorry, sorry for anyone listening on headphones. I just saw literally in in live time the audio just spike. OBS and, and Windows is so weird, man. Anyway, sorry about that for anyone out there. Um, but let me let me start that again. Uh, Sorta of Poopus says a kit and caboodle is a finite concept because you can beam a whole kit and caboodle over to a Klingon starship. Ah, ooh, we have we have some science here. Let's see. Hardwick says, did you know that during the filming of The Passion of the Christ, Jim Caviezel was struck by lightning? Yep. Absolutely. I know all that stuff. It's kind of crazy. Uh, there's a lot of other creepy stories that came from the set. Uh, Dom says, Norman McDonald was Conan with Courtney Thorne Smith. Still make me laugh. Uh, check it out if you've never seen it. Dude, I love all his stuff, man. Like I haven't seen all of his stuff, but everything that I end up watching is so good. Uh, Bruce says, I'm impressed. Yay! I'm glad to hear it. Evan S. says that Rugged Rosary makes one. Yeah, I picked one up um, so that I could get it in time for the Novena, and then I picked one up off of Etsy. The issue with the one I got from Etsy, though, is that the images that they have are not in the right order. It has the first sorrow on the, like, the main one, where, like, before the three beads are. So, it's like, it's not right. It's just not quite right. It's weird, um, but yeah, Rugged Rosary. I know that they make really good ones for sure. Let's see. Don then says, "Communist cracking down on any dissent or criticism hardly a shock. Simu will never get a China release on any movie unless he appeases to them." Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, apparently, the oh man, they're in their seventh hour. That's insane let's see Hardwick says Angela Lee was good casting Laura Croft both acting wise and in terms of looking the part I just think Haley Atwell looks like the part even more ah gotcha gotcha Uh, Laura there it is Carol Baskin killed her husband whacked him can't convince me it didn't happen yes Uh, I need to rewatch Tiger King that thing is so funny Uh, Don says I watched Slapshot this morning still one of the best sports movies ever Paul Newman and the Hanson brothers nice Then Laura says, the mRNA guy is vaccinated, though. So, uh, that's a good point, Laura. It's a very good point. Touché. Touché to Laura. And yet, why, again, it's interesting, though, that he is also then kind of coming out against, I think it's more so, I guess, coming out against the, like, the mandates themselves? I don't know. Dan Thorne says, there are over 20 Zatoichi films. You have a long way to go with your reviews. Well, there are, I've seen a lot more than the reviews that I have. I just felt so far behind that I was just like, I don't know if I can do reviews for films that it's been a while since I've seen. Especially since a lot of them do tend to blend together. Nina Thorne, I was reading about some Benedictine monks preserving old scrolls and books. It reminded me of your quest to preserve movies. Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Similar, but I would say that theirs is much more important. Laura, yeah, I don't understand why unvax medical peeps can't just mask up and legally you just have to have a strong belief against vaccines. Yeah, again, I think it's just you have to have a moral, again, a personal moral reason. And I, I yeah, I don't get it either. I, I don't. And then it also brings up the questions about places like Israel, which has one of the highest vax rates in the entire world, and yet they have skyrocketing cases. It, again, it just, there's a lot of questions. It's not me saying or claiming anything. It's just I think we need to be able to have honest questions and get honest answers in, in the public arena. And I don't think that those types of conversations are being allowed to happen. And that's, to me, the most dangerous part of all of it because it leads, in either side, in either case, people to extremes. That, that's why it's always a bad idea to silence someone's speech and to force them into a corner of the internet because people people will follow. Soul Assassin says ducks are Asgard duck, and the lack of this quacks in the chat. <laughs> Kaira Tharpus member says been reading about a book about Tolkien and Lewis and World War One. They both lost a lot of their friends in the Great War. Yeah, I mean, so it's insane when you think back on just how many people lost their life during that war. Slicer says Serious question. Had no problem at all. Hope that helps. There's a video of a doctor showing the damage, jabs, autopsy photos that cause massive... Again, I, I, I don't know where the video is, who the doctor is, right? Because when it comes to stuff like that, we should always go in from, again, any perspective. Always go in. Always go in with a skeptical mind asking questions. That's what I'll say about that. All right. We're getting close to the end, and I do have a couple of videos that I do want to show um, before the um, before the Patreon shout-out video. So I'll go ahead and just get these last comments. So Hardwick says, did you ever see Tire King pitch meeting? I have not. Wait, maybe I did see that one. Um, if I haven't, I need to because <laughs> those are like two of my favorite things. Laura, that says the Israel study is a game-changing. Absolutely, it is. It absolutely is. And I think that there's absolutely a, uh, an argument to be made that by having more people receiving it, what is allowing to happen is for not just for there to be variants, but you could argue the de- the quicker development of variants as well. So, I think that is something that's worth mentioning. Jacques uh, Wasab over on honesty says, being a teacher, do you have any insight on teachers' union their power to influence? No, I actually don't. Uh, and that's being in a private institution, I, there are no unions. So, <laughs> I, I have no, I have really no knowledge at all, really, when it comes to that. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm just glad I don't have to deal with it. Did you know Mary Jane Watson is in the comics, originally modeled after Anne Margaret? Margaret? No, I, not. Then Don says, do you think that Dune will hold its release slot or movie release slates the rest of the year, 2021? Yeah, I think that it will just because it is relatively close. And I think the fact that they are releasing it to some people already across the world, because there are, I think, as early as this or next weekend uh, internationally, I want to say it's opening in certain markets. So I would argue it probably will hold its slot. I just don't see it as being able to be financially profitable. That's just my own take on that. But anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. So, again, uh, do stick around because I do have a couple of videos that I'm going to play before the Patreon video, which, um, again, just a couple of moments I was able to find uh, from Norm McDonald. i going to be able to end with a few laughs, right? Some some joy. I think it's important for us to just remember that, you know, life is absolutely worth Enjoying um, life is something that is so incredibly precious, and I think that people like Norm McDonald reminded us, and continue, and will continue to remind us that life is worth um, being able to enjoy and also to to laugh, to laugh at, and I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it. I think that you know his his videos will speak for themselves. But anyway, let me shout out some members really quick who are at the. Army of Asgard level and above here on YouTube. Dolores Ed, Twirly Wolf, Low Pro, uh, Farrah Lovely, Valiant Renegade, Jonathan Marshall, Eric Kay, Cornelius Schultz, Fetigator, Gonzalo Bergali, Soul Extraction, George Molo, Grimsmath, Wicked Plumber, Gomer Kyle 79, Kara Tharp, Dabman Walking 55, M.Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, Rosie 12, Andrew Hoyle, Orange Hat Reviews, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are all amazing, and thank you again For stopping by, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you smash that like button before you head out tonight. Anyway, you're all amazing, beautiful people, and here are just a couple of videos I was able to find um, of pretty funny moments with Norm Macdonald. Anyway, I'm sure this will get me demonetized, but hey, enjoy.
1: Please welcome Norm (laughs) Macdonald. Uh, what's up, man? Okay, Norm, you're Canadian. Yes, I am. So what do you think of this whole presidential mess? Uh, well, I, I hope that uh, uh, the Democrats don't steal the election from the uh, the winner, you know, but who knows? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you like That's George cute. Bush, don't you? I love George Bush, man. He's a good man, decent, you know, uh, none of this. Yeah, uh, he's uh, He's, you know, he's not a... Uh, a uh, lie or a crook murder or anything like that so it'd be good to get the see i i don't i think we should get the homicide out of the white house and get like a uh, a fresh, start, because we don't want any more murderers. I think no, we, we should just go on to the next question. Oh. Who are the murderers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Clinton, he murdered a guy. Yeah, you know, we're not allowed, to. No, no, you're not allowed to no, put out no, more um, accusations without That's please, a little darling. too that's far. That's the way it does let's work. Let's just let's just go on to the next question. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my week, what can I tell you? Oh, it's not mine either, and I'm being very nice, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be a good boy. Now, Norm. Do you never hear that? No. Listen, Norm, we don't need to talk about that. I don't no want to get into that. this, and I don't want to hear it, and this is not the place to make those accusations, and you're supposed to be funny. Let's oh. get on to right. exactly. So get with it. There you go. This is a live show. Why? Wow. But you have been properly chastised by Barbara, oh. So oh. I'm not going to ask the next question. I thought it was a matter of record. Shut up. Shut up. up. <laughs> well, shut up. Let me do this, okay? I'll tell you what's a matter of record. You will not be invited back if you don't shut up. Uh, All right, uh, now. uh, uh, (laughs) Let's talk football. All right, man, man, Let's talk football. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> did you ever hear the word? Oh, oh the I, phone is ringing. I he's my hero, you know. Just like you, maybe George or uh, Bill Clinton would be your hero. <laughs> I, I love, I love. There's no stopping you, is there? No, I seem <laughs> to like Bill Clinton. Yeah, really, and this man leaks into our show on Friday night. <laughs> I know. It's all right. His career's over after this, anyway. Who cares? We're on the millionaire today. Oh uh, yeah. Well, tell him about that. How, how you thought he's dumb today? Where do you see yeah. him today? <laughs> Tell him, People always told me Hollywood was like incredibly liberal of bias, and I thought it was untrue. but <laughs> you want to talk about the millionaire? Yes, I okay, do. I we, you do. have 10 seconds don't tell to how talk much about you the want. millionaire. Uh, don't tell, don't do. tell him what I want. No. oh You're not allowed to tell anything like that. Well, what are you trying to ask him then? I don't know. Well, okay. He <laughs> doesn't answer anything anyway. So All right. we'll <laughs> okay, so he's on The Millionaire tonight, and he's on on Friday nights. And, uh, and on Monday, his taxes will be audited. <laughs> so he's on Friday nights at nine. He's on The Millionaire at nine. You can play along at home on Enhanced TV. You are a number. I have never met anything like you. We will be right back. When I was young, there was a fella who uh, by, went by the name of uh, Jacques de Gautier, <laughs> and he was from uh, Tamiskaming, Quebec, and Jacques de Gautier, he was a fella that really thought, and he was smart, you know, he was our hope, I guess, and he, uh, he was, uh, while I was scrambling to get out of high school, Jacques Zagatineau had already...
0: <laughs> I think he just changed his last name. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, a man grows. He, he uh... <laughs> But this is the point. Yeah. Dr. Gatineau, he went to McGill University and he got three degrees, by golly. And he went uh, to the, over across the pond to the fellas with Cambridge and he even stood up to them. Mm-hmm. And we thought, boy, he's going to be the next. We had uh, Jean Marchand, Gérald tertier. Uh, Pierre Trudeau, the three wise men of Quebec, by God, Jacques de Gatineau was going to be the next. Give me the next gun. Yeah. But he vanished. And uh, I met him. Uh, I started to do stand up and, and travel from here to there and, and to here again. And uh, one, t- one time I was in uh, Niagara Falls. And uh, by uh, gosh, I went over to the. Uh, Sea World there. You know how they have the Sea World? You know, with the different fish. You know. I didn't know that, but okay, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. yes. The Sea World. I've been there many a time. Okay, so I was checking out the beluga whales and stuff, and I look over, and who do you think I see? I hope it's that guy. No, it was... uh, uh, It was just an attendant, but... uh, But he showed me to the place I wanted to see, which is where they feed the, the little baby dolphins, because I love dolphins, you know. And uh, who do I see there but Jacques de Gatineau. <laughs> and here he is. He's feeding the baby dolphins. And I go up to him, and I go, Jacques de Gatineau, I, I feel shame for you. You were our hope. You were to go to Canada, uh, uh, Canada's nation's capital of uh, Ottawa. <laughs> And you, you were to be a great man, Jacques de Gatineau. And we were all, you know, we pinned our, all of all of in Quebec, pinned our hopes on you. Now, that's a, that's a hell of a burden for a man to have a town's hope pinned on them, isn't it, Conan? It is a lot, big burden. So he was feeding these baby d- uh, dolphins, you know, and I said, I'm ashamed of you, Jacques de Gatineau. You could have done so many great things. And he said, well... He said, I think I'm serving a youthful porpoise. Now, I believe that, uh... No! No!
0: I knew that was gonna happen. You, I knew that was gonna happen. You don't encourage that! Uh, it's like... That was a 40-minute story!
1: Like somebody... Youthful porpoise? Youthful purpose? Yes. <laughs> Not porpoise. I don't know. Good God. <laughs> I know. That was,
0: that was way out of line. No, that I was know. way out
1: of Who it's are you to criticize said... Oscar
0: Pistorius? <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody saying, I got to show you something. They take on a four-mile hike to show you a dog turd. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, there's your reel for CBS. <laughs> we're, getting less, this, we're getting this right to Les Moon. Uh, I gotta have him. You want to see that every night less? <laughs> this guy's got to do this. <laughs> More Quebecois humor. <laughs> I love you. I really uh, do. You know that, right?
0: Anyway, have a good night, everybody. And now, for a huge shout out to all of my September locals, Patreon, and Subscribestar members. First, with my locals members, Cats app D Sharp. It's a modern major general story. Laura Biffordahavit, and Robert Barnes. I want to give a shout-out, to especially to Laura, who is now a double supporter on Locals and on Patreon, so thank you for that, and to all of my Locals members. A shout-out also to my Patreon members, Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brandon, Brian P., Christopher Bowman, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Father Christopher Miller, Hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyle 79, Thor, The Modern Major general's Story once again, Mike Jackson, Mad <laughs> Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Ullen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. And a shout-out also to my Subscribestar members, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, Slash, The New Number 2, J-Ra, The Beer Guru, and ZK-Man. Thank you all very much for supporting the channel. And I want to give a huge shout out to new members, one-time supporters over on locals, Kara Tharp, K Tharp56, and Brett D90. Thank you again for being a one-time supporter over on Locals. And also to my newest Patreon member, Stan Gunavik. And hopefully I pronounced that correctly, but thank you for being my newest members. It really does mean a lot, and if you want to have your name shouted out at the end of every single video or live stream on the main channel, please check out the links in the description below, specifically that top link, which will bring you to all of the links to my various social media pages, and also places of support as well. And remember that if you join at the Army of Asgard level, you also get access to giveaways of 4K titles. Right now I have a live giveaway of Snatch on 4K Steelbook. I've also got ones for Dread, uh, Wrath of Man Blu-ray. I've also got A Quiet Place Part 2 on 4K I've got Top Gun on 4K, Sicario on 4K, tons of films and more to come, especially as more films are getting released for those giveaways. At the uh, Keeper of the Bifrost level, you get all that. Plus, you get access to an exclusive podcast podcast that I do with John the FlickPay Flickinger. Not only do you get to listen to the podcast, you also get to ask questions that we answer as much as we can and as fully as we can in a much more, I guess you could say uncensored way, but again a much more free-flowing way for our members over there at the Keeper of the Bifrost level above and if you join the Chosen of Valhalla level you get access to all of those things, plus in your first month you get a free t-shirt, your choice, and I send it to you no matter where you are in the world, and also you get to once a month be featured on the channel in the Chosen of Valhalla stream where we talk about movie, news, and pretty much anything that you want to talk about, so if that all sounds like fun to you, check out those links below. You're all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful 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 rest of your day. And as always, God bless.